We are making our own story as we go, as we go, as we go. Hoping we are hoping that we'll go. Welcome to your Dream Day podcast. I'm Kathy Peach Lucas, your host, and today we have a special treat for you. I'm here with Pendra Lee Snyder of Viva La Strings, and Viva La Strings just isn't Greater Cincinnati and Dayton. You're in several cities now. Yeah, now after since we started in 2008, we've been blessed to be able to expand to Nashville, a big team in Nashville. Wow, um, Columbus, Central Ohio area and Cleveland's. And of course, I cover Dayton, Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, and a little bit of Indiana. Um, and each of the areas have a manager that, and they manage their own team of musicians. That's amazing. That's amazing. And everywhere needs live music. And, Absolutely. You know, before we uh, started, uh, before we started recording here today, um, we were talking a little bit about just the ambiance and how different it is when you have live music versus pre-recorded music. And so that's one of the things we plan to talk about today, as well as some different trends in, um, in what people are using as far as live music goes, whether that be a quintet, a quartet, a duo. Um, and hopefully you get a little bit out of this today. Be sure to subscribe by clicking the subscribe button so that you can be ready to listen to all of our future podcasts. And without further ado, let's talk a little bit about what, what makes the environment different at a wedding ceremony. Like if you have a couple that is like, I'll just get my DJ to do it. And Canon and D is Canon and D. What is, what well, what, is the difference? Yeah, what I like to tell um, couples is when their guests arrive and a string quartet is playing, it's like you are giving your guests a mini concert. And many of them are like, oh, this is really nice. And they walk in, they sit down, and they listen to the music. And, of course, that's the time that the bridal party is all finishing up their preparations mm -hmm. and things like that. But it gives the guests just a little uh, icing on the cake before they get the actual wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and, and it's just very enjoyable. And many brides have a theme so the music they can select from our vast collection of music themes that they want they can go totally classical they could go sacred if they wanted and pop and hard rock so whatever their desire is for their ambiance and however they're designing their wedding the music can enhance their wedding design I think you hit the nail on the head with wedding design. I mean, it really just, when you walk into a ceremony and you hear live musicians, it is just, it oozes class. Mm -hmm. It really does. And there are so many different types of, you know, some people think, oh, we're going to listen to Beethoven or Mozart. I mean, that's what they think of when they think of trio. But there's other trios out there that cover, like there's... Um, uh, there's the Brooklyn duo. I don't know if you've ever heard of no, them. Yeah, definitely. And uh, they have these amazing interpretations of top 40 music uh -huh. on strings. And it's incredible. And to me, that's what I'm starting to see more and more at these wedding ceremonies versus just the traditional 
Mozart, Beethoven, Canon and D, whatever you want to call it. Right. I'm picking on Canon and I D know, today. Yeah. <laughs> but we have a new Canon and D, which is fun to play and uh-huh. much more interesting anyway. So very yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so uh, what are you seeing on your end as far as what couples are booking now? Well, I have to say that this economy is having an impact, I think. Now, I don't know how it is with other wedding vendors. I know that the important things are always first, the dress, the ring, the venue. And once they get all those, then they're, it's always been ceremony music last. I, it, that just happens to be the way it, it's always been when the economy is either yeah. good or bad. But now... I'm seeing them, uh, couples like really waiting till last, or I will have done quotes like six months ago for this year and they're just now coming back. So either they are looking at their budgets and oh, now we can do this or maybe they're shopping around more, but, um, I think part of it is a little bit like the food pyramid where it's almost like a timeline, a tears and mm-hmm. timeline, not, not the crying tears, like tears right. as in levels. Right. When you get engaged, you get the ring, uh-huh. you get the dress, you get the venue. Those are the, and this, wherever you're getting married, mm-hmm. the ceremony location. So those are at the top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, if they get a full service planner, it's also at the top tier. Then the next tier, you start seeing the photographer, the flowers, the cake, the DJ. Um, and then after that, is when right. ceremony music, limousines, um, tuxedos, for whatever reason, fall a little bit lower. Poor guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's procrastination or what it yeah. is, but, um, but you definitely see those booking tiers right. of when people book. And the truth of the matter is, is that we book anywhere from 12 to 18 months mm-hmm. out. I mean, I know I know people who are already booking for 2024 and 2025. We have eight weddings for 2024 booked already. Yes. And so, you know, kind of defaulting to that that timeline tier that some of these magazines give you could end up getting you in trouble yeah. because y- you don't have enough time to end up booking and then you're then you're I don't want to say stuck with but you get what whoever's left. Well, that's true. And then we're getting also a lot maybe that case as well. Um now booking for like August and September, which really is like oh, that should have been done a year ago. Mm-hmm. But we're getting those now too. So it is the tier thing or it's seeing what's in the budget because I think a couple of years ago before the pandemic, um, well, I don't think we were like always the last on the list. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think a lot in the culture has a lot to do with that. When you have the, the Bridgerton series and things out there that show all this music, then the gals and the guys have this in their head and they want to incorporate it. So, there's that going on. And now, so couple that with the economy, you know, it's, I think we're back to the tier thing more than we were the romance thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So what are people booking exactly oh, as far as live musicians? Yeah. It's also, we're booking a lot now, but we're booking smaller ensembles. Interesting. Um, yeah. Before the pandemic, and then once we came right out of it, a lot of quartets, even quintets, um, which we hadn't done that many of, but we can do like a string quartet with a piano or a string quartet with a guitar, which is really a lot of oh, fun. Oh, that's so Yeah, nice. it's really fun. But now it seems like now, 2023, they're trimming down to trio or duo 
or even solo. And solo. I try to push them. Yes. I try to push them up a little bit. That poor little violin. <laughs> well, we do have guitars. Oh, so okay. That yeah. makes more sense. So we do have a couple of, of guitars that we can do a guitar solo. And, but yeah, we do have solo violin, solo cello. We had a private cocktail party a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Three hours of solo cello. Wow. It was lovely. That's a lot of work for one guy. That's a lot of finger. That's a lot of finger picking for one guy. I mean, I, th I mean, what, I, I mean, I know this is a bad analogy, but when I think of one violin playing by himself, I, th I think of Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. Where, and I mean, he sounded a little lonely up yeah, there. Right, right. <laughs> it can be pretty. It can be you know nice, and especially in some of the uh, venues that have great ambiance. Now you know because you get all the reverb and all that kind of stuff it can right. sound kind of nice. But still, I also. If it's more than a wedding ceremony or more than a cocktail hour, I really, really push them toward at least two because the music selections are better and or more of them, I should say. Mm -hmm. And it's harder on the musician to have to maintain an over an hour worth of just being the only person doing all the work and paying attention and yeah. everything else that needs to happen. That makes sense. Yeah. So besides ceremonies, when do people use their, their string ensembles? Well, many times we do a cocktail hour, so follow the ceremony, and we'll do the cocktail hour, as mm -hmm. you know, and some, maybe some of your guests are just learning this, but the cocktail hour is that transition where the couple, the, the bridal party's finishing up pictures, mm -hmm. and the guests are transitioning and kind of letting their hair down a little bit. So it's fun to do that cocktail hour music mm -hmm. and get all that pop music in there that maybe some family members didn't want in the prelude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we do dinner music. Um, we don't do that as much because by that time, it's usually starting to get the DJ in there. But when we do do dinner music, people really enjoy it. We can do first dances. We can do the you know mom, son, mom, or mm -hmm. daughter, father dances. And entrances, we get, we do those as well. Um, dinner music is is very lovely. It's I'll tell you, anytime I have a couple who is having a lunch reception, I steer them yes clear of recorded music, and I say go with the live music yes. because. People don't want to get sloshed drunk at three o'clock in the afternoon. No, no. They, and usually you don't see a lot of heavy dancing at lunch receptions. Right. And so having the live um, string ensembles really just gives yes. it that, again, that that hint of class. Yeah. And it it's probably close to what they would pay for pre-recorded music. Yeah. It's just, and it just creates that different environment. Right, right. And it and it just offers the guests, the guests are impressed when they see that when they walk Exactly. In. They do, they're, they're blown away yeah. when they see it. And we can do, we do various ensembles, not just strings, like string quartet, string trigo. We have keyboard or piano with strings. Uh, last weekend, as a matter of fact, we had three weddings, two, this is the first time this ever happened, Two of them was keyboard and cello. Ooh. Yes. And then the third one was solo guitar. But I thought, this is really funny. This is the first time I've had keyboard and cello, two of them. So I had two pair going out. <laughs> well, and what's interesting, usually a couple knows if it's a priority to have live music. Mm -hmm. It's they, they find the budget for yeah. it. 
Yeah. And uh, one time I had a, um, a guitar quartet. So uh-huh. the, the bride and groom, uh, they were in a band together and the bride was the front girl. So she used to call it the me band, <laughs> <laughs> but they had, um, a guitar quartet and it was amazing. Oh yeah. And obviously we wouldn't have expected any less. They had a, a live band for their entertainment. And at one point during the ceremony, she strapped on the guitar and started <laughs> singing. And it was like, cause she had said going into the wedding, I'm not going to sing at the reception. I'm not going to sing at the reception. <laughs> And her now husband, they've been married for over 15 years now. Um, he said, she's going to do it. I know she's going to do it. We'll, we'll just have the guitar on standby and yeah. we'll, we'll see what she does. And so what ended up happening was neither one of them were dancers. Oh. And, or, you know, yeah, right. dancing wasn't their thing. And so instead of a first dance, they had a first song. Nice. And the two of them, he was, you know, he, he was singing and playing his guitar and she's singing, playing her guitar. And it was just, but it was so them. Uh-huh. It was so them. See, that's what's so fun. We can adapt the ceremony to their personality. In fact, when mm-hmm. I send a, a quote, I just, cause you, you know, you have your ceremony package, all vendors right. have their package, but I always say, then this is adapted to your vision. Right. And you know, that's, it, it just, and, and then when you have live musicians that can interpret musically versus just an iPad or a DJ, because that's just whatever groove or whatever's on the, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, and you never know what happens because uh-huh. let's face it, there's always something that happens on the wedding day yes. and your ceremony might start 10 minutes late because you're waiting on a guest or something happened to somebody's attire, <laughs> yeah. dress malfunction, whatever you want to call it. And you know, if you're, if your pre-recorded playlist is only 30 minutes, guess what? It's going to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas when you have live musicians, they know how to improvise and they yes. know how to, you know, keep, keep and going. That, and that includes up to, um, even the ceremony itself and the processionals, like we can, what we do watch and see what's happening. If, if, you know, the moms decide to dawdle too much or the flower girl goes rogue. (laughs) We've never seen a flower girl go rogue. Never. (laughs) We can keep playing, looping, whatever needs Mm -hmm. to happen. And then when they get, everybody gets to their spots at the altar, whatever they, we resolve and then we just switch out. But, um, you know, it's, if you're doing everything electronically, it's hard to just be smooth and resolve and pay attention and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we've had where we've been in some, I remember a venue long, several years ago where we didn't realize it, but the wedding party was coming. We were on a balcony. We're coming mm-hmm. from underneath. Well, it was a quartet, but oh. which was good, but we couldn't see and there was nobody to cue us. So because it was a quartet, yeah. Second violin just went around the corner and watched and cued from the other side of the balcony. And you actually bring up a, an amazing tip. If you do not have a day of coordinator, mm. you need to designate somebody to cue these musicians. Oh my goodness. Whether it's the organ player, whether it's the piano player, whether it's a quartet, whether it's a guitar, you need to cue them. I tell them because all the they time. don't know. Yeah, they they don't. don't know. Mm-hmm. No. And, you know, and once, you know, if everything is running smoothly and we know the first part, the, usually the mothers, whenever the first starts, it should flow. But in situations where you can't see, you know, so, you know, you just have to adapt. And one, one of us went over there and 
Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like literally for most processionals, especially when there's live music, whether yeah. it be, it, you see this in churches a lot with organs and quartets. Mm -hmm. um, we have one person very discreetly stationed in the front of the church, mm -hmm. but not on the altar. So you can't see us. Right. <laughs> then you have another one that is strategically placed like in, in the, in the crow's nest area right. and that, in the, the balcony. Yeah. And then you have another one who is with the bridal party right. and the parents and the processional party. Right. And we're literally, you, you probably have no idea. You probably don't even pay attention, but we're queuing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it, that everybody knows when to go. This is a production, you know, and, um, many, uh, Whenever we have brides that don't have, I, I send them a big email. You need to know this, 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 this. And please tell, if they don't have a planner, please tell your wedding party that they each have their own piece of music. And heads up, if the bridesmaids start walking on the mother's music, we're not going to switch out because that would be awkward. Right. So. <laughs> Absolutely. No, one time I had a bride that was, this was in a church and I think she was just so anxious to get married that she didn't listen for the music uh. cue and she took off. <laughs> and, and luckily it was a cathedral. So it was a very long aisle. And I mean, I'm trying to stop her yeah. and she just, she was on a mission. She was so excited to get married. <laughs> and so it goes back to the whole, yeah. um, the organist was in the balcony yeah. area, yeah. didn't see her take off. Yeah. And we're trying to cue him that she took off. And so he ended up, you know, starting it a little bit earlier than originally planned because she was already walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many things happen. So many things happen. It's yep. crazy. I'll tell you one quick story. Yeah. But this is just because it was resolved because we all know what we're doing. We've been in this industry for a long time and we've right. seen all kinds of things happen. Nothing shocks me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so a string quartet, we were playing a, a nice venue in Miamisburg and they got the mothers down, got the bridal party down and we we're ready to pray, play the bride's music. And the pastor says, let's pray. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he forgot the bride. <gasps> he literally forgot the bride. <laughs> Wow. So as soon as he said, amen, I cued everybody and she got down the aisle and he looks at me like, thank you. <laughs> well, and that's why, I mean, that's why you have professionals because they know how to think on the fly yeah. when yeah. things like that happen. But the poor guy is probably nervous. I don't know what the deal was, but oh my. <laughs> but no, probably the one thing that you, you hear about, like it, it, it doesn't happen on my watch, but the thing you do hear about is you have one song for the parents mm -hmm then one song for the bridal party, and then one song for, you know, the the bride. The bride, right. Or, you know, groom if it's yeah. the groom. Um, and it's important that the bridal party understands yeah. that, you know, you have to pay attention. Uh -huh. You know, they're so worried about their, you know, tripping on their dress or, you know, maybe their flowers are being held too high and, you know, they're not smiling or they're walking too or fast. Or they a party. <laughs> and well, and you brought up a point earlier about, you know, the flower girl going rogue down yeah. the aisle. Sometimes the, the wedding party does that too, <laughs> because when you're nervous, you oh, naturally yes. walk faster. Yes. And so that's why they tell you to walk slow because naturally you're going to want to walk fast. Mm -hmm. And if you tell yourself to go slow, you end up going the speed you no, should be going. Right. <laughs> right. And, um, but, but you've seen that before where they just aren't paying attention. Yeah. And next thing you know, 
Bridesmaids Walking Down to Mom's Song. (laughs) Well, we just keep on playing so it doesn't look really too odd. Well, and when you have live musicians, you can do that. Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole point with live music. And we have such a vast repertoire. I had this one uh, gal, and I could tell she was really shopping around. This is just a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And then she sent an email and said, well, let me see your, and I know I already put this in an email, but you know how people read emails only half, half the time. So I resent her. She said the trio list. So I resent her a trio list. And a couple of days later, she said, you have so much music. And she booked us based on all the music that we have because we have so much variety. And, you know, that's just years of developing it and, and knowing what people like and the various styles. We can do Bollywood. We have a whole, like, hours with a Bollywood wow. string quartet. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge because Indian weddings love their live music. Yeah. Yep. They definitely yeah. love their live music. So from Bollywood to Celtic to Jewish weddings, we've got a ton of Jewish weddings. We've got some Iranian music that mm-hmm. was arranged for string quartet. Oh, wow. Um, and then, of course, all the pop, all the jazz, all the classical. Um, it just goes on and on. And, and then all the various ensembles. So. Now, what do you do when you get that one couple that says, I went through your thousands of songs, but I want this one? How do you handle that? Oh, yeah. We allow them to have a custom arrangement. If it's something that can be found, because, you know, there's a lot of uh, music that can be purchased, we can find it for a reasonable price. But it's something obscure, and it has happened. There's something obscure, or it's never been arranged with string quartet. Mm-hmm. We, we have arrangers. We have arrangers in Nashville and in Dayton that are amazing. And well, it makes sense in Nashville. You have all those songwriters <laughs> yeah. down there. That's right. <laughs> so for a fee, you know, they really want it. They can have it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, wonderful. So what are some other things that you have been seeing on your end as far as trends go with live music? Mm. Um, well, whatever um, popular movie or Netflix series is out, that is, you know, uh, they all want that music. Uh, Bridgerton is the, the hottest one now. Well, it had been. I think there's something new happening, though. This is really odd. And I can't off the top of my head. I can't think what it is right now. But our manager in Columbus requested a, a song for their, their couple requested a particular mm-hmm. song. So we went and found it and purchased it. And it was just for like duo. And then a week later, Nashville requested it for quartet, the very same song. And I thought, this is interesting. I wonder what, what movie is out there. Where was it? What was it? <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. I will, have, I will do that. I'll yeah. find it and send it to you soon. But yeah, it, I see stuff like that. When a song mm-hmm. keeps popping up over and over again, there's something in the culture that is making that happen. What would you say are the top five songs that are requested? Okay, so depends. Obviously, the old standby Canon and D, but we do have a new version called the new Canon and D, which has more going on. It's a lot more fun. Um, a thousand years is still there. Um, we've played it a thousand times. <laughs> Four thousand years. <laughs> uh, Wildest Dreams gets a lot of play, especially wow. yeah, and like, all the Swifties out there. Yeah, a lot of Swifties. <laughs> um, in fact, we did a bridal show that uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was all Taylor Swift. Wow. And we have 20 to 25. Viva has, for quartet, about 25 Taylor Swift arrangements. Oh, my So goodness. if you want a Taylor Swift party, give us a call. All right, Swifties, <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so those, those are 
This is an odd one. So uh, this was booked a couple of years ago, and this is repeat customer, not the bride, a sister. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah. We need to clarify yeah. that one. Yes. <laughs> um, but she did make a special request that the very last song in the cocktail hour, they want to hear it so they, when they come back in and they, they can hear it, toss the coin to the witcher from, what is that series? Turning Page is one of the songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, dear. Your folks will know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm like, a specific song, the one she requested, she requested the last song in the cocktail hour, her song, and the bridal party, and mm -hmm. everything else, whatever. Wow. Yeah. But And that's important that they yeah. have you know, those few songs that they must have. Yes. Must yeah. absolutely have. Well, wonderful. Anything else you'd like to add today that you can... <laughs> that we haven't covered. Well, um, just keep in mind that live music is always the best. We have qualified musicians. We can do all kinds of ensembles. I mean, if you want a jazz trio of a saxophone, a guitar, and a drum set, we can do that. Mm -hmm. um, and cello, piano, cello, violin and piano, ensembles with other instruments, uh, but our core, obviously, are strings. and. Viola strings in the Dayton Cincinnati market, we have like 35 musicians. So we have ample musicians, quality musicians that can do more than one wedding in a day. Obviously, it depends on timing and location. So, you know, don't think that you're booking, you're too late to book. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. wonderful. And how can people find Viva La Strings? Well, we have a website, vivalastrings.com. Okay. That'd be the easiest way. Okay. To do it. Yeah. Well, and I can give you the QR code later and maybe you can. Okay. We'll put on our social media. Perfect. Yeah. No, we will include that link in the mm -hmm. comments section. And uh, thank you so much for joining thank us you. today. This has been jo enjoyable. Thank you. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, be sure to subscribe so that you can be alerted when our next podcast is uploaded. I'm Kathy Peach Lucas with Your Dream Day and happy planning.